0: Welcome to the Illuminated Word podcast. Each day we'll look at a text from the weekly readings from the Westgate Church Bulletin. We will look at background material and also application of the text. So once again, welcome to the Illuminated Word podcast. Our reading comes from Psalm chapter 58. Once you realize what Psalm 58 is all about, you're probably going to think we need to have our head examined for having this psalm as part of our weekly reading plan. Once you read it, you're going to be a little bit uncomfortable. This is what's known as an imprecatory psalm. This is a psalm calling for judgment upon God's enemies or people's personal enemies. We may think, well, as Christians, we're not called to call judgment upon people. That's not what we do. We don't call for vengeance and judgment. We have problems sometimes with the judgment of God. Now, notice when we read this psalm, this is not about personal vengeance. This is about a person calling for God to bring about judgment upon someone. And we typically have trouble with God's judgment, especially people that grew up in suburban America. We've had a blessed life, and I'm not upset about that. I'm thankful that I've had a blessed life. I'm thankful for God's blessing, that I've not experienced genocide. I've not experienced ethnic cleansing like you see in some places, like in the Balkans that we saw back in the 90s, in Rwanda and other places like that. I've grown up with a relatively calm life because we live in a a really wonderful country, to be honest, when it comes to things like that. We don't deal with the things other people tend to deal with. And because of that, when we talk about God's judgment, we struggle with that because we've not really seen horrific evil like other people have. But people that have dealt with horrific evil, there are people in this country that have dealt with horrific evil, by the way. But when you deal with horrific evil you don't have as big of a problem with God's judgment. You're okay with God intervening and bringing swift justice to a situation. So before we read this psalm and we go, man, I don't really know if I like this too much or I feel pretty uncomfortable with this part of the Bible, maybe we should check our presuppositions. There's no part of the Bible we should ever be ashamed of or run from or hide from at all. There's no part of the Bible that you should feel like you have to explain it away to some skeptic or person that's you know not being charitable when it comes to the bible. We embrace all parts of sacred scripture. So I'm going to read through Psalm 58 or 58 and you're going to see exactly what I'm talking about that this is pretty intense. Then we'll discuss it after that. Do you indeed decree what is right, you gods? Do you judge the children of man uprightly? Know in your hearts you devise wrongs, your hands deal out violence on the earth. The wicked are estranged from the womb, they go astray from birth, speaking lies. They have venom like the venom of a serpent, like the deaf adder that stops its ear, so that it does not hear the voice of charmers, nor of the cunning enchanter. O God, break the teeth in their mouths, tear out the fangs of the young lions, O Lord. Let them vanish like the water that runs away. When he aims his arrows, let them be blunted. Let them be like the snail that dissolves into slime, like the stillborn child who never sees the sun. Sooner than your pots can feel the heat of the thorns, whether green or ablaze, may he sweep them away. The righteous will rejoice when he sees the vengeance. He will bathe his feet in the blood of the wicked. Now that last verse is intense. The righteous will rejoice when he sees the vengeance. He will bathe his feet in the blood of the wicked. Probably not a passage you're going to have read in a worship service anytime soon, but it is part of inspired scripture. I want you to notice that what the psalmist, this is attributed to David, is calling for is God's vengeance, God's reckoning. We're told that vengeance is God. We're told that God will return, and there will be retribution that will come to those that have not obeyed the gospel, those who have persecuted people of the household of faith. That's actually in the New Testament. But this graphic, almost savage imagery of this psalm really does catch us off guard. I mean, we might think the Bible is too holy a book to have stuff like this, right? Before we think that, let's think again. Let's take it for what it is. David has been dealt some type of injustice. He's calling out the pagan gods of the world, and he's looking at people that have practiced evil, that have done horrible things. Sometimes we stand aloof over the Bible. We hover over sacred scripture, and we judge the Bible. I would be very careful about that. God is the teacher, and we are the pupil. We should have our worldview shaped by scripture. We should not bring our postmodern sensibilities to bear upon scripture. So we've got to be careful And how we read the Bible. The glory of this psalm is in its realism. Its earthiness. Its utter honesty about the horrors of life in a fallen world. That's why I know sacred scripture is true. Because it's realistic. Above all, we recognize the psalmist as calling for evil to be judged. Not simply out of just vindictiveness. But out of a cry for justice. This is a true cry for justice. Wrongs must be righted. And this is the proper way the world should be ordered. David's being ill-treated, and if God exists, this ill-treatment must be judged and dealt with. David's calling for the wicked to receive what they deserve, not worse than they deserve. It's what they deserve for what they've done. Maybe you've been ill-treated. Maybe in the midst of ill treatment, you've cried out for God to intervene in your situation. You can pray with David. Surely there is a God who judges the earth. Surely a God. There's a God who judges the earth. I want to go to the last verse. I held that last verse for last for a reason. I want you to hear verse 11 because I think this is so powerful. You know, verse 10, we saw, you know, we will wipe our feet in the blood of our enemy. But listen to verse 11. Mankind will say, surely there's a reward for the righteous. Surely, There is a God who judges on earth. We all cry for that. We all want God to judge the earth and make wrongs right. That is the way of God's good world. The evil will be punished and vanquished. That is all through Scripture, from the Old Testament to the New Testament. God will put evil to rights. The final judgment is a deeply liberating judgment doctrine, I agree with Miroslav Volf, without the idea of divine judgment, the final judgment, there is no answer to the endless cycle of human violence because all that produces, if there is no God that's going to put the world to rights and there is no judgment, then you have this reciprocity, this vengeance, this human cycle of violence where you hurt me, I'm going to come back and I'm going to hurt you in response. But we as Christians know that is the place for the Lord. It's not my place to bring retribution and violence, but God will make all things right. That's what he will do in the end. And we can leave judgment and and vengeance into the hands of a wise and living and all-powerful God. And I can rest in that. So today, this podcast might have disturbed you a bit, but I do think it's important to go back and look at these imprecatory psalms and see the call for justice. And maybe we need to reconfigure our postmodern sensibilities and not have such a problem with God's judgment and realize there will be a final judgment. We need to realize there will be a final judgment and God will set all things right and we can rest in that. I we'll hope you have a wonderful day. Not the most positive podcast in the world today, but needed. Uh, we need these checkpoints along the way uh, where we get these passages that I don't know, give us a a jolt, kind of like a strong cup of hotel coffee uh, that wakes us up a little bit. But I hope you join us back for tomorrow uh, as we delve back into the book of Hebrews. God bless.